We are coming to you now from our new studio, and this is episode number 47. New studio. New studio. I like the way that sounds. I know. I like the way it smells. I know. Okay. It's a weird thing to um, say, but it smells great. Our son-in-law came in here to help us. We were we're still unboxing things. Thank you, Brandon. And uh, he and I were putting together the lamps, and he said is this freshly painted? Because it smells like it. I said, well, it is, although it's been a few weeks. But it's the carpet that yes, smells. Yes, and the carpet is gorgeous. I think I did a good job you with all did. the furniture. It makes me want to take my shoes off, though. You know. It's pretty. I love it's furniture. Light. I love solid, good furniture. We love leather. Yes. So we bought new leather furniture for our house last year. This year... New leather furniture. Is that here. leather? Is that real deal leather? Oh yeah. That's not vinyl. No, it's no, not no. Naugahyde. I don't do that. I don't do that. Um, it looks fantastic. I actually unboxed that and put it together today. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Well, I was seeing it out in the hall, and I'm like, "That's bugging me. It needs to be." Well, there's two mirrors that need to be unboxed. Right. There's a monitor. We'll do that, that tomorrow because we'll, okay. we'll have some time tomorrow to do that. So it's looking great. It is super excited. We shot our first video in here, or my first video. Which for was the for the church. So we've got new lighting. We've got uh, a new table and chairs. We've got new mic stands. Couch is coming in the Couch morning. Couch is coming tomorrow. Oh, it's in the morning? You got Between the notice? Between 8.30 to 12.30. Oh, yay. That's great. We'll be here. And um, so that'll, all, well, not quite, but almost complete. The only the thing we'll thing. lack yeah. is the acoustic wall that we're having built. And that's yeah. going to be, I'm hoping Comes next week. Comes in Monday or Comes Tuesday. in Monday. Monday. So just uh, we want to give you guys a heads up. Um, if you hear a little bit of an echo in here, we're still not done. We're doing the sound panel, and the sound panel is an entire wall, and we'll be up against that wall. It's also the backdrop for our set. So uh, for videos. Are we going to be doing YouTube? Now, where we, we do YouTube channel. We will be doing that. Right. Called... Uh, meet, pray, love. And someone said, "Is it meet M E E T?" I said, "No, meet M E A T." Carnivore, because we're carnivore. Um, but are we going to be doing video podcast in the future? Is that in our well, future? It's, it's absolutely possible. I mean, we could do that sitting here talking back and forth. We get this, and then great it can table. be on here too. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Just it's all it's all kind of we can do anything in here. That's what the beauty of having a, a dedicated studio. studio space. Interesting, and of course. Course we'll have a big cup of coffee on each of our sides. We we have a new addiction, don't we? Oh my gosh! And Ever this is the started, Curry's fault. It is. They introduced us to Black Rifle Coffee. Oh my gosh! Although Rick Green from the Patriot Academy said that they have a new coffee, and I'm open to trying it. I'm open because I like I Rick. Will, I will try it. I will I'm try open it. to trying Rick's. But coffee. I went off coffee for two stinking months <laughs> and thought I'm done. I'm done. I'm no and longer then it addicted. It starts to get a little chilly, and yeah, here I am. I'm more cold. addicted now than I was. Oh uh-huh. my gosh. That is the best coffee I've ever tasted. It is. It's so smooth. It's strong and bold, but it is smooth. It has yeah. no bitter, no Tina bitterness. Tina says it does, but I don't taste the bitterness. No, I don't either. At least not in the cups, the K-cups yeah. we're doing. Yeah. We did We did the K-cups because it's so quick and easy for us. I bet his is so strong because he uses ground coffee mm. and he... They put a lot in yeah. the 
Carafe or whatever. That's probably yeah, yeah, why. Yeah, could be. I can't do that. He does a French press. Right. right. So, yeah, right. you can make that stronger if you want. But anyway, that's our new addiction, our new love. Oh, my gosh. So back to the studio. We'll have that done next week. So there may be a little bit of an echo in here because we still don't have all of our furniture, which will break up the sound. So it's a big, big, nice box. I mean, we're in this box. But but we have carpet, which helps. Yeah. So we didn't have carpet at our So speak into your house. mic. Just make sure. And that'll, that'll help. Okay. Um, I'm getting as close. We even bought new good. mics. You're doing we bought good. new equipment. No, new mic stands. stands. We did buy a camera. That's that's going to be a full, yes, yeah, you know, full frame camera for really high def and like four K and all that stuff. So yes, and and one of the reasons stuff. why we did that, I have to let our our audience know when when Pastor Jimmy did a YouTube um, channel when you were being interviewed, mm-hmm. one gentleman wrote wrote in and said I couldn't listen, I couldn't watch because the quality was so bad. I know. And we were like, okay, we gotta, uh, we gotta do something. But well, we didn't. It was our first time. Not just because some dork did that. That I wasn't know, it at but all. Still, we we want to be excellent at everything excellent, we do. But we were. I was doing this favor for Adam Lacey on on his Carnivore Today channel, so I had to just grab the thing. It I was had. you made do. Yeah, yeah made do. Just, but uh, oh, it's gonna be nice. Gonna be super nice. Got got lighting too, studio lighting and everything. Mm-hmm. So we got that set up today and shot our first video. So it'll be interesting. It's fun. This is fun stuff. This is really enjoyable. It is. It is. You know, when you talk about the things you love, you want to talk a lot about them. Exactly. <laughs> so steak, meat. I mean, I love meat. You girl have turned into a lioness. I know. I mean, like. I'm a meat snob. You are, yeah, because you have to have filet mignon while I'm over there eating a chuck eye, poor man's ribeye. I've always had a champagne taste. <laughs> always, I grew up that, that way. Is the truth. It doesn't mean that I had the money to have. I just exactly. had that. Exactly. It come, came from my that. mother, I believe, because <laughs> she wanted the best of everything, and yeah, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Oh, well, hey, but you're worth it. You're worth it. It's so you are tasty. worth it, and you look stunning today. Oh, thank you. I like the shirt. I like the jacket. Uh, the what do you call it? Is that a, it's not a jacket? Is it's it? It's a cardigan sweater. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. Technical stuff. Oh my yeah. gosh, you're it's funny. Gorgeous though. Thank you. Look you. Really nice. I like the vibe in here. I do too. We need to bring those lights on down. Mm-hmm. Oh, we we have a. Do you dimmer. want me to trot over there and do that? Trot over there. Okay, you, Let's go you see. keep going. You keep talking. Well, I okay. Can, oh, you're so funny. I know. I'll be right back. I, it's. It's going to be nice. Yes. The reason, one of the reasons why we felt like it's, a, that's good. That's good. One of the reasons why we felt like it was good to move our studio here is, is because we want to, we'll be spending more time at the office. We're getting busier and busier. We're going to three services in January, but we felt like after we have some meetings on a Tuesday morning, we can come right in here and, record rather than go home and then go oh yeah do we even have anything in us and i always want to sometimes we're tired yeah yeah, sometimes we're tired because we've been meeting with people all day and i want to we may even do it first thing in the morning before we have a staff meeting or something we can kind of plan it however we want but we're we want to be excellent in that and we we want to be have good energy and um not be so tired and lately oh my goodness well life got crazy after we got off of sabbatical okay what did we do oh my gosh we have like increased <sighs> i know 
I think, well, part of it is, okay, I mean, this okay. is just the reality of it. I we focused on mind, body, spirit. Yes. So that trifecta, taking care of our mental health, yes. our spiritual health, our physical health, it energized us. It did. So we came back strong. I mean, like, when we talked about going to three services, you know, I looked at our staff, whom I love and adore, and I could see the terror in their eyes. Mainly in Leslie's yeah, faith, yeah. because she has right. to deal with But the others were thinking, because their mind just goes into overdrive of how are we going to staff it? How are we going to do we get a worship team to do that? So there's a lot of moving parts to it. But, you know, I'm the one who carries the ball on preaching three services. When I play guitar, I'll play guitar and preach mm-hmm. three services. There you go. But I didn't bat an eye. I mean, I literally... If you would have said this last year, well, we brought it up some last year, and I was I was resistant you because were very I was resistant. like, I can barely make two right now. But I feel so amazing, and it's not just carnivore; it's not just the diet. It's actually my heart and my spirit and my I, mentality. You got rejuvenated. You got so rested big, that you're able to put on more on your plate. Put more on your plate, and so yeah. that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. But we're gonna space it out we've decided um that we're going to do podcast every two weeks yeah big announcement right there because for we, now right it, it may be a season it, could it may not but but for we now. don't know what it's right now we're going into the holidays yeah then we start our three services we really want to make sure we give energy everywhere mm-hmm. that we need to yeah exactly and so i feel like we'll have more content we'll be able yeah. we'll be refreshed and i think so too so. i mean because we have a lot going on we've had things Every other night, we've had dinner dates, and and all it's all good. It's all people we love. It's church families we want to spend time with. Mm-hmm. So these are things, but at they do tend to pile up sometimes. I mean, we yes. had a big staff Christmas party with what forty people there, mm-hmm. forty between people. our elders, staff, and their wives and and husbands and spouses, and so yeah. So I mean, we've been going and blowing, but we still feel fantastic. And today. The weather kind of turned, and it feels more like Christmas. It really does. I mean, I walked out. I didn't even wear. I don't. I didn't bring a coat. I've oh. got a sweater on, but it's well, a I light have a sweater on. No, this is a super light sweater. And I walked out, and man, the wind was blowing. It was raining like that misty drizzle, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Whoa, it is actually it cold out here." It switched. On wow. Us. Okay, that caught me off guard. But I was just going straight to the car. But so I hung out with a bunch of pastors today who were. Who have become friends? Uh, Pastor Lance from Brady, Texas, small town America. Pastor uh, Tim and Pastor David, they're two pastors from uh, Mason, Texas. So those are smaller communities in our area, and uh, and then we're a small community here in Fredericksburg. Even though God's given us a massive footprint, it's a small town. So it's really neat getting to know guys that are in similar situations mm-hmm. in terms of being in a small town and. Supporting each other. Yeah, like-minded support, encouragement, prayed for each other. They gathered around me and prayed over me because we met at my church. And then when we meet at somebody else's, we'll gather around them and pray over them. It's just a way to encourage and build each other up. Super cool. Super encouraged by that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it was neat. So, um, so even though it's a bit premature that we're in our studio, it's we it's either that or we wouldn't have been able to do a, a what we're doing a today. show today. So and we don't have Chevy. That's my only sad moment right now. We we, we were can very busy bring today. Him. Yeah, we can. We can. On we didn't today because we knew we had, we had a, a lot, lot of outside going. things going. But Chevy's been really sick, 
and uh, we had to take him to the hospital I bed yesterday. I took him to the puppy doctor yesterday. Um, almost four hundred dollars later, I know. after all the X-rays, I'm everything. Like, Did he really I was need like, that? What? <laughs> that sounds like us. It's more than what I, yeah. happens when we go. I know exactly. Yeah, it was. But he's okay. He has allergies, really bad, <laughs> and ear infection. And, Excuse me. But he me scared me. Now, okay, Chevy's a dog. Hello. <laughs> But he's keeping us up with his coughing. That sounds like that's it's, something it's a like child a would do. Yeah. And he's keeping us up at night because of his coughing. And then yesterday he woke up, he was coughing, but then he he seemed to be gasping for air. And that scared me. That's why yeah. we ended up having to take him in because yeah. we we didn't want there to be, we, we were afraid there could be an obstruction. Right, some kind of right. Asthma. Or he had swallowed something yes, maybe that and, we didn't know about or so. Yeah, so I took him in yesterday. I stayed home from the office while you guys had staff meeting. I, I was zoomed in, or you know, I just did a conference in. So I was still with you, but I was make, taking care of him. But uh, you know what was so cool? I, said, I took him to this great place called Lidner over in Comfort, Texas, right off the I ten. And uh, three girls in the office there. I walk in, we start chatting. They're just in a good mood. I mean, I was like, you know, they're happy. I, I could tell it was a good atmosphere. I said, hey, I got a question for y'all. Can you imagine what oh, I just so asked? Oh, so you did your I question. I did. I said, I got a question. I'll start with you. And I pointed to one girl. I said, first thing comes off the top of your head, what are you thankful for? And she went, oh, oh, my family. Everybody says family. I said, family. you know what? That's the number one answer by far. And I said, how about you? And she said, my dog. Oh, of course. <laughs> she works at she a, better say she that. works at a veterinarian office. So her dog and then the other one was family as well. Aww. And they just they started we got us laughing and talking. I say I've been surveying dozens of people. And uh in fact I did our waiter today, Steve of at Hill you and did. Vine. You're doing it everywhere. And uh he and I had a great visit, great chat and he was ha- he said, I'm just happy to be here to serve you. I said, Oh, your tip just went up, bro. Oh you working wow. it. You're working it. <laughs> I remember, I remember we had a friend and every time we would go to a restaurant, they would say, your tip is going to depend on, they would start off the meal. Brutal. You take care of us. You're going to get a big tip. He did that every where we went. Now I can't remember who it was, but I remember that distinctly that that person said, your tip will depend. If you take care of us, you keep us with sweet tea or whatever. Wow. Um, you will get a great tip, but it worked because well, I, know it I don't works, know if it would work these days. This was more like 15 years ago. Yeah, it is a little different. But it was different. I had never heard I, anything I, like that. My approach is kindness. You know, I treat him with dignity and respect. But he didn't say it in a mean way. He was just yeah, saying. Yeah, but it's still but laying it the law kinda, down a little yeah, bit. It's it like, is. yeah, don't cross over this yeah. line or else kind it's of kinda, thing. It feels yeah. like a threat. It so, can work both. It, I do of course, the kindness. waiter could go, uh... I, I always you know look what? for Forget, a contact I'll find point. Someone else. If it's a dude, I don't do the females, but I always look for a contact point. Like you know, he was wearing a watch similar to mine. Oops, sorry. Oh, so there's your conversation. So I, I, I said, "Hey, how do you like your Apple Ultra?" And he's like, "Oh man, I love this thing." And blah blah blah. I used to have a Garmin. And then we started talking about triathlons and working out, and and then he hung out for a while with all four of us pastors. Wow. He had no idea standing over the table full of pastors. Wow, it's wow. cool. That's good. Steve, I like That's Steve. Good. He's a neat guy. So, yeah. Hey, um, so, you know, one of the things we were talking about is the power of what we say and do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting to me how things come back to you. Yes. Like, you know, you can say, uh, uh, for me, like, or even on this podcast, 
we could say something, and, and it may be something we've said in other arenas, but for whatever reason, God takes that one thing, that one little ism, that little truth, and he zeroes it in on somebody on the other side of the world. That's the beauty of podcasting, is that you can literally impact somebody in another country, in another nation. And speaking of that, I got a, we just got a beautiful note from Iris. Remember Iris mm-hmm. from Holland? Mm-hmm. She, uh, and she gave us a boost, 35,000 oh. oh, sats. Wow. She says, hi, Jimmy and Annette. I loved your past episodes. Thank you for the reminder to be grateful. Oh. Trust in God to help us on our path and to please God before people. I am always very inspired after listening to you and more confident in my faith. Lots of love, Iris. Oh, wow. Isn't that beautiful? That's beautiful. And I just thought about how the power of just, we had a conversation and we talked about gratitude, which I talk a lot about because I talk about a lot about the things I love. And, uh, and we were talking about that. And we were also talking about, you know, we need to, God's who we need to please, not everybody else. And sometimes we sacrifice pleasing God for pleasing others. And so she just cued in on that. And so to think that right here in Fredericksburg, Texas, that message got over to Iris across the world and she was encouraged and blessed by it. That's beautiful. Isn't that amazing? Technology is amazing to me. If you leverage it for good, it's fantastic. I remember there was a day when you were so excited when it was when technology was just coming very apparent and I wasn't very happy about it because I I was thinking about all the negative aspects Mm -hmm. of it. But as we've matured and we've grown and technology has grown, I mean, obviously there's a lot of negative, but there's a lot of positive. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to do what we're doing if we didn't have technology. And so, you know, and doing this podcast this isn't just, um, I mean, it's not just little old Fredericksburg people that are hearing us. Right. We have the opportunity to affect people in Japan, of which we're going, hopefully next year. We, we affect people in all different parts of the world. Right. And what we say matters. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, I love the fact that we can, I mean, this is, to me, part of the gospel of Matthew 28 and go into all the world and preach the gospel. Oh, it's beautiful. And this is what we're doing. And we're able to get it to places that we normally could never get it to because we're, you know, we're not going to be able to travel to every place in the world that needs the gospel, mm-hmm. but you can through the airwaves. And yeah, I love that we have this opportunity and have the opportunity through video as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we video our services. I love that churches are now, becoming um, able to to be able to mm-hmm. video their services. People that probably thought they would never have the opportunity mm-hmm. to do that. Maybe a small church doesn't have a lot of money, but there's, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Do you remember when we used an iPad? And <laughs> it we was an old it? iPad, four years old, mm-hmm. out of date. Yes. And I gaff taped it to a pole. And that's how we recorded our services. This was just four years ago. All we had four I mean, years ago. Yeah, four, and boy, now we've look come at a us. Long ways. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, when we were a campus of another church, and mm-hmm. so we didn't have a lot of resources, and they wouldn't really help us with any resources to do technology. So we were like, "Well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out." You get resourceful when you have that's to, what right? I was say. But, but we felt so impressed that we needed to get the message out. I love the word good news. You know, the, when we use the word gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and 
there may be listeners who don't know what that means. It literally means good news. Mm-hmm. It's the good news of Jesus Christ, not the bad news. Sometimes people think, you know, Christianity is bad news. No, this is good news. Or a bunch of rules of do's and don'ts. Right, right. Yeah, that's, I know. I remember I got over that real quick as a new Christian and realized, no, this is, there's a lot of do's. Like, man, we got a lot to do. This mm-hmm. is amazing. And I found out that living for Jesus was like being on an adventure, like like you're in a you know C.S. Lewis Chronicles of Narnia movie or something. It was life giving and good. And so you know you were talking about the power of podcasting, the power of getting our voice out. We called this podcast "Living Up in a Down World" because that's our goal. We want to be positive. We want. There's too many negative voices out there in there the world. Is, and I, you know, I love what, what Adam Curry and John Dvorak are doing with you know, media deconstruction. They're, they're saying, look, this is not true, or this is actually a lie. This is false information. And they're deconstructing that because we don't need to give energy to bad news or fake news. And when you've got good news, you want to tell people about it. And, and I've just, I feel led to, to challenge our listeners right now. Maybe you've thought, well, maybe I should do a podcast. I got things to talk about. I would encourage you to do it. You know, we took the plunge and we didn't have anything. We didn't have a microphone. We didn't have a mic stand. We didn't have anything. And uh, it was actually Adam and Tina challenged us to do a podcast. And we were like, we don't even know where to start. We don't even know what to do. And then here we're 47 episodes in and then we were challenged to do a YouTube channel, you know, in particular for our health, you know, journey. And I thought, okay, we can wait until we get all the right equipment. We can wait until we've got a studio. We can wait until, and instead I just did it. I just mm-hmm. pulled the trigger and I, because I've, I've realized that you can sit around with good intentions and never do anything. It's true. But, there's something that's exciting about jumping into the unknown and and knowing it could fail, knowing it may not work, knowing that it may be a miss, a swing and a miss. But there's also something exciting when you do it and someone writes you a note back and says, this really helped me. This changed my life. I'm now walking with Jesus and I, I walked away. I'm now going back to a church because I walked away because I was hurt. Those are the things I want to hear. Yeah. And we are hearing those constantly. It's beautiful. And I, that's, that's what keeps me going. If one person says, what you're saying is making sense to me, it's, I feel like it's time for me to make a change in my life, it's worth it. And just know, we're not fishing for compliments. No, This no. is actually, we're asking for testimonies. If, if what we're doing matters and if what we're doing is helping you, I've learned, I gave up my right to withhold encouragement. Mm-hmm. So when, I, when I'm in a given situation, for example, Steve, our waiter today, I mean, or the girls at the veterinary clinic, you know, these, they're kids. I just have given up the right to withhold encouragement. And so any environment I'm in right now, it's like my antenna's up, my eyes are open, my radar's on, and I'm looking for an opportunity. I don't force anything because that's weird. That gets weird. But it's amazing how natural these things come up if you're aware and if you're kind of looking for that opportunity to encourage. And the word encourage simply means to inspire courage. It's to build another person up. And the reason I do it is because I know how I feel when people build me up. 
And it is interesting how when you throw things out there, they come back. You do need a lot of encouragement. You have of course. always, I'm that's your number one um, love language. Mm, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yep. And so that's why you love doing that. Not because you want them to do it back, but because it's something that you desire so much. So you so just I give, give it, it to others. You just give it to others. Give and what I, I love want. that. And sometimes it does come back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't. And that's okay too. But there's something powerful when we build other people up. So the whole idea of living up in a down world, the whole idea of doing a podcast, the whole idea of doing a uh, meet, pray, love, health journey YouTube channel is to build people up because there's so much bad news in this world. We want to live up in a down world, not live down in a down world. And you know, the holidays can be very tough for some people. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Very tough. Wow. Talk about that for a second. So to me, people need encouragement right now because they may be going into situations and you know into a family situation that's uncomfortable that brings on anxiety depression and we we want you to be able to go in to those situations and have the strength that God wants to give you to get through that and to go in with eyes and a heart that's softened that's different because you're different and not go into those situations as you always have in the past. And I, I know for, for me, it was hard. Every Christmas was hard because my dad was so mean. And so he hated the name of Jesus. And every time we brought it up, um, you know, it was, there was carnage, honestly. And every Christmas, my mother would do this. She would buy him a Bible every Christmas for years. And my sister and I, we're married, you know, we're bringing our family, and we know what's going to happen. And she continued to do that, and it was so hard. And so we had a lot of anxiety going into Christmas, knowing what my mom was going to do until finally we got her to, Mom, this is not the way you win him to Christ. You win him by loving him, by treating him the way you want to be treated, you, you win him by showing how you love one another and how, you know, showing the love of Christ but not throwing it down his throat, so to speak. And it was just the great thing is, is he ended up coming to know the Lord know, right that, before his that death. That was so powerful. But the anxiety we felt just going every Christmas was very difficult on us. And so I know there are people out there that have family members that, that maybe mistreated them when they were younger and they have to see them again. And those are hard things, but you know, God wants to redeem and restore. And that's who he is. He is a God uh, that restores. He restores us back to the way he restores us better than we were. There you go. And I know that because I know what I've gone through in my past and how I needed to be redeemed and restored. And so to me, that's, you know, that's the message. The gospel is when he can come in and he can restore you and you don't feel those Mm -hmm. things anymore. You go in with, with a different heart, you see through a different lens. And to me, it, it can make Christmas so much more delightful. And you put the emphasis on Christ mess not Christmas as in commercial holiday. Mm -hmm. And so this Christmas, I I pray that as we've, if you've listened to us and hopefully 
gotten into the word that you're going to go in and have a different type of Christmas than you've ever had. That it, I know, like, for instance, Adam and Tina, they, last Christmas, they had, it was their, I don't know, it was their really first Christmas last year when they were getting to know God, mm-hmm. okay? Let's just right. say getting to know him. This Christmas, they have matured so much that, and they're having family come in. And I guarantee you this Christmas is going to be so different because they are so different. Exactly, They're approaching this Christmas season as a child of God, not as just someone who's just been informed of who mm-hmm. God is. Do you know what I'm saying? That's oh, beautiful. And I know that it's going to be special for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I pray that for everybody that's listening, that let's, let's not go in with commercial eyes of, you know, I've, the best presents. I got to, you know, have the best food. It's all about, you know, retail. Let's go into it with what is the true reason? Why is it that we even have Christmas? Why do we even celebrate Christmas? We didn't even do many decorations this year. Um, we chose, well, sorry, we chose to kind of go a little bit more minimalistic this year and not put so inf- much emphasis on our on that in our home at this point, just because we were busy. But um, I, it was it's. I mean, it, it's kind of creeping up on us. It's in less than two weeks. It's here, and you know, I love what you're saying because there are people even listening that have been traumatized. That's by what family, I said. Just, yes. just lived in in real trauma and mm-hmm. real terror, like you did. And uh, and then the thought of going back into those environments can be really harsh and very yes, triggering. Yes. And uh, I agree with you. Our prayer for, for those who listen to our show and really for everybody is that they will realize how much they've changed, how much they've grown. They're not that kid anymore. Mm-mm. They're not that, that, that sad, lonely, broken teenager anymore. Mm-hmm. They, they're a child of God. They're a son of God, a daughter of God. And they carry that identity now back into those environments and, and I have to say, you know, I remember when I got in my 20s, especially, and here I you know, was married now, I was going to college, I was working full time and going to college and being, it was crazy, crazy life. And I remember when I would go back home, because we moved away from to another community, would go back home over the holidays, and I would almost revert to a 12 year old in my mind. Mm-hmm. Now, I was blessed, I didn't have abuse and no, all those things. Didn't. But Still, there's dysfunctional family dynamics that you deal with, even if there's not trauma or abuse. There's still dysfunction because we're all humans, right? Being human. So I would go back and I'd catch myself relating to my grandmother like I was 12 again. And it wasn't until I got like in through my 20s and starting to get in my 30s where I began to really embrace my identity as a child of God that I'm not that 12-year-old kid anymore. Mm -hmm. And so it may not even be that you had abuse, but it may just be there was a dysfunctional family dynamic. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame my family. I had a great family, but yeah, hey, we were weird like everybody else. You know, it's no no blame or anything on anybody. But we just had odd dynamics sometimes. And so, you know, you may be going back into a hard situation or a hard dynamic Mm -hmm. where, you know, your mom or your grandmother still knows how to push every button you have. And that, that turns you me. back into a teenager <laughs> in a nanosecond. And so we want to encourage you in that, that as you go back, first of all, 
You should take a moment and literally out loud say to yourself, I am not who I used to be. There you go. You know, in the name of Jesus and because of Jesus, I am now a child of the King. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm a child of the Ancient of Days. I'm a child of God, and I'm not that person. And I can walk upright Keep my knowing head up. that, that God is who I look to, yeah. not anybody else, yeah. not man, but God. The word righteous uh, for example, when, when the Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, it literally means we are able to stand upright. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're not cowering. We're not in fear. We're not cowering out of, of a loss of esteem or identity. We're actually bold. We're actually strong. And we are because Christ makes us that way, not because we can just rev it up or make it happen, but it is. And so to encourage you as you, as you go back into odd family dynamics, maybe not abusive now, but maybe still triggering, walk in like you're different because you are. Mm-hmm. Remind yourself when you're out in the car before you walk in and carry all your, your goodies and stuff in there, I am not who I used to be. This will not be the same. And we've encouraged people to do that for years as pastors, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of right before Christmas, we'll always talk about family dynamics from the pulpit and say, hey, you're about to step back into some could be awkward situations. You're not who you used to be. You're not even who you were a year ago when you were there last year. And so I just want to encourage our listeners to really embrace the truth that you are God's child. Mm -hmm. You're God's son, God's daughter. You're not that insecure teenager anymore. You're not that insecure adult anymore. You're secure in Jesus. And let the truth of God's word bring out the book and let the truth of God's word change your mind about things. Love that. You know, I was looking, I was just now looking at the calendar. Mm-hmm. It's our next podcast. We Christmas will be over. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's why I wanted to bring that up. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> because literally Christmas is in a week wow. and a half. Oh and I gosh. thought, it's hard man, to believe it's here. I know. Yeah, and I thought, I thought that up. was important that we share that because yeah. we definitely want you to have we want this to be the best Christmas you've ever had. Of course. And especially if you're embracing Christ, mm-hmm. maybe for the first time or coming back. Good. We want this to be a time where you're so different. People go, I want what you have. What mm. What's changed about you? What did you do different? Yeah, you're different. Yeah. Something's different. Yeah. And we're not going to have that opportunity. We're just by ourselves. Our daughter and son-in-law are coming. We, we are going to Tina and Adams on Christmas Day. Um, so we're, we're not going to be around people Our this time. So family. Well, but it'll give us a good time to rest. Oh, it'll be but, really uh, needed. <laughs> many times. But we're around people all the time, almost daily. It is true. So it'll be a nice rest. But I still, I, I, I really, I encourage you to draw near to Jesus. He says, if when you draw near to me, I'll draw mm-hmm. near to you. Yeah. And uh, draw near to him in this time. Don't forget who he is and what he's done in your yeah. life. So what, so what are our plans for the holidays? What are we going to do with all this downtime? Nothing. We talked about this already. I cannot wait. We're going to carnivore like it's the end of the world, and then we're going to go to the gym almost that's every it. day. And rest. I'm and looking rest. forward to it. It's funny because people don't think going to the gym is restful, but it is for it us. Is it's for therapeutic. Us. It is. And uh, we always listen to preaching, teaching, or some good music. It's spiritually therapeutic yeah, it's for very, us, honestly. Very much so. Because that's the time that we really spend mm-hmm. more time in His Word and more. Not that we don't every day, but we really we increase our time when we get to rest. So, who do we have to thank today? 
Well, uh, well not a lot today ours, because well, we didn't we do our on. show last week, and so it gets really quiet. But I do have to say that uh, one one Mr. Adam, the Podfather <laughs> Curry, at 77,777 sats. That's a striper boost. And he says, my word for 2024, because we've been talking about my one yes. word. What is your one word? He says, my word will be encourage. Oh, he says, I just said that. And he too. says, we another excellent episode. Mm-hmm. Adam is already like an over-the-top, he's one of the most encouraging people most, I know. For one real. of the most positive people I've ever for met. For real. Yes. And uh, so that'll be a great word for him. I, this may be the first year he's ever done that. So so for those of you listening, Annette and I, years ago, we used to do, I used to try to do resolutions. Remember that? And I'd go, here's top 10. Top, you never did that? I did. I'd oh, write yeah. them down. No, I did. But then I'd forget them the day after. I would lose them. I, yeah. I forgot where I stuck them. I stuck them in a Bible somewhere or a book. and I Never looked at them again. I know. Yes. I was like, oh, I can't remember. I had 10, but I don't remember. So then we stumbled on, I, I, it's been years ago this thing called my one word. And, uh, and I thought, Oh, what a great idea. Instead of having 10 resolutions that I'll forget in two weeks or less, or I'll misplace, um, pick one word that is a theme. It's thematic for the year. And, uh, so I've had several, I'm revisiting, I'm revisiting a word right I now. Know. And the word is engage. Which we've had in the past. Back when we were in but Tennessee. But it's a good word. Back when we lived in yes, Nashville. It's a good word. It was actually the word that I gave for the year that we came here. Mm-hmm. It was a, was I'm that, ready to engage. Really? I'm ready to, that I, I was stepping into a new place. I love that. So that was and, 2016. Uh, so we're revisiting that mm-hmm. one. And usually we embrace the same word mm-hmm. just because it's easy for us to encourage each well, other and, i used to have a separate one and then it yeah. got confusing so we decided <laughs> which you came up with engage so yes. i'm just going along are you with cool it. with that I'm you cool. like it yeah i figure it fits where we're at right now is mm-hmm. we're praying for revival we're mm-hmm. believing for it we're being more engaging with people by asking them what they're thankful for every yes. day everywhere i go so um do what we he has youth in a minute so we need oh. to get I'm looking at the time. Oh, 425. That's why I'm like, yeah, we need to yeah. wrap it up a minute. Okay, yeah, I've got student ministry about to fire up on I the know, other side of the wall. I know, and we don't want them to interrupt our yeah. podcast. Well, it's time to land the plane. Listen, we love you guys, and we want to say thank you for being patient with us as we get the studio built. It's getting there. I'll take some pictures. In two weeks um, when we come back, it should yeah, be Yeah, it'll be done. Complete. Oh, col- totally, actually. Yes. Yeah, before yes. then. But we wanted to have a small one just right before yeah. get going so so hey we love you guys and hey merry christmas can you believe it's here go watch some hallmark movies or something <laughs> and you guys have a great week merry and a christmas. merry christmas we'll talk to you the next time bye-bye <laughs>